Hi there, I'm Salima Noon. I'm a sexual health and empowerment educator based in Vancouver, Canada, and welcome to Growing Up Game Plan, the podcast. Growing Up Game Plan is a six-week online masterclass for preteens on being more confident, more prepared, and less stressed as they navigate life. We created this podcast to support you parents to do the same. You're in the right place if you want to understand what preteens struggle with. You want to be proactive and stay one step ahead of teen angst. You want to have or keep having meaningful conversations with your preteen about growing up. And you're looking for concrete, easy to implement tips on what to say and do. We don't have all the answers, but we want to support you in all of these goals. Parenting preteens is no joke. And sometimes you just got to call in for backup. That's us. So let's do this. I'm joined by my colleague, Julie Proder, co-creator of Growing Up Game Plan, our online masterclass for preteens. Julie is also a member of my Salima Noon Sexual Health Educators team. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode two of Growing Up Game Plan, the podcast. Hey, Julie, how's it going today? Hi, Salima. Good, thanks. Good. I'm so excited because today we are talking about gender stereotypes. We're going to hopefully offer parents some support around how they can explain to their kids what gender stereotypes are, what the main messages are that they should convey. Uh, We're going to talk about masculinity and femininity. We're going to talk about gender-based violence and how parents can tackle that difficult subject. So I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. Yeah, it's going to be great. One of my favorite topics and so much to know, right? Yeah, and you're so good at talking about gender and gender stereotypes. You took the lead uh, in growing up game plan on that module, and we've had such positive feedback from both parents and preteens on it. So good work. Yeah, thanks. I I find I love talking to kids about this kind of stuff because they always enlighten me with something new, right? It's It's really cool to hear their perspectives on this stuff. They've got so much to teach us, right? Totally. All right. So I know that when it comes to gender and uh, sexuality and stereotypes, uh, especially in the media, there's so much to know, right? Mm -hmm. So much. It's changing every day. So for a parent who's maybe not that well versed in this kind of stuff, um, how would they explain sort of the basics about gender stereotypes to their preteens? It's a good question, because although we we know what gender stereotypes are, it's one of those things that can be difficult to explain, especially to a kid, right? In Growing Up Game Plan, we explain that gender stereotypes are assumptions about how we'll act, dress, what our interests will be, and how we'll express ourselves based on the gender that we are assigned at birth. Right. So it, starting with those basics, that, that seems, uh, seems that kids would understand that generally. Um, so what they do? Yeah, right. So what are these main messages um, that we want to convey about gender stereotypes and how they um, play a role in our lives? Mm-hmm. You know, the really cool thing that I've noticed, especially in the past few years working with preteens, is that they are really well versed <laughs> in just having really expansive conversations around gender. And I'm amazed at how quickly they've moved away from the gender binary of being a boy or a girl. And I'm constantly reminded that we can, we can never ha- start having these conversations too early. So what we need to start by doing is 
talk about how the binary and gender stereotypes limit people by forcing us into one of two boxes. Julie, you know all about the boxes, right? (laughs) We have to fit into the blue box if we're assigned male at birth, or not surprisingly, the pink box if we're assigned female at birth. If you think about it, This happens even before a baby is born with gender reveal parties. I mean, the human hasn't even left the uterus and this label has already been slapped on them without them them even asking for it, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) The challenge is that gender stereotypes are so pervasive, so powerful, because until recently anyway, it's all we've been taught. For so many years, we never even questioned them, right? And there are consequences for not conforming. For girls, living in the pink box means that they're valued mostly for their beauty or sexiness. So they'd better focus on that and make it a priority in their life. And they should also follow a traditionally feminine career path. And that down the line, they'll sacrifice their career to raise their kids. And that they need a man to take care of them barf, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard to believe that these limiting beliefs still exist in our world. Don't you think? Yeah. I find it really interesting what young kids absorb really early, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's everywhere. Even if these aren't the values, even, even if these aren't the values in your family, right? Yeah. And that just really points to the importance of parents to have these conversations and not just talk about the the pink box, but talk about how, although many boys and men feel comfortable in it, the blue box can be incredibly limiting too, because it could encourage them just to act in a way that doesn't align with their values or who they are. So for example, the blue box teaches boys and men that they should use violence to solve problems. They should keep their emotions bottled up. They shouldn't ask for help because they're supposed to be independent and self-sufficient. Well, we know what happens when we bottle up emotions, right, Julie? Eventually, we explode. And no wonder why so many men resort to violence to solve conflict. Is this working for them? No. But again, this is what society teaches them they need to do. Yeah, I find kids uh, can point to that really early as well, right? Yeah. Even they talk to me about the ways that they're expected to act, even in the classroom. Yeah. And um and and how they find it unfair. They like neither neither um side of the spectrum really seems that appealing. Yeah, I mean, you and I grew up with the the binary in full force, right? You're either a girl or a boy. You're either a man or a woman. And kids today understand that gender is beautifully complex, you know, and most of us don't fit neatly into one of those two boxes. So what we need to do, especially with our preteens, is to explore who we as humans can be without these limitations and what the world would look like if these boxes didn't exist. We also need to ask ourselves, how can we support each other to create this world? Absolutely. And I think uh, kids are really on board with sort of telling their own stories and feeling themselves in these experiences, right? And so after we've problematized um, gender, right, and we get down to masculine versus feminine, in terms of toxic masculinity, what are your thoughts? Uh, what are your thoughts on this term? Is it really that bad? Is it really so toxic? How does it impact young boys and preteens? Yeah, that's a really interesting question, Julie. I mean, personally, I think masculinity in and of itself isn't bad or toxic. What's toxic is how our society has defined it for so many years now. You know, in our society, being a real man, being masculine is associated with things like aggression, dominance, and homophobia. 
And if you don't conform, well, you're a wuss and a fag and a girly. You know, being a girl is the worst thing in the blue box that you could be, right? And in much the same way, being a real woman or a real girl is associated with things like weakness, helplessness, and a denial of sexual feelings and arousal. Now, there are consequences to not fitting into this box too. If a girl is too sexy or too sexually experienced or even assumed to be, she's a slut. So girls and women are always trying to find that precise balance and it's almost impossible to toe the line. So rather than getting caught up in, in language, I think that we just need to redefine traditional masculinity. We need to think about how we can reframe societal ideas of gender so that all men and women are equal. We need to ask, how can we be more inclusive of all kinds of boys and men? And what about those who don't identify as either or those who identify as both? I also wonder, why is it that boys are taught to avoid femininity at all costs? Could it be that feminine traits serve boys as well? And how can we redefine femininity to include all types of girls and women? I mean, Julie, you've shared with us that as a kid, you struggled sometimes with, you know, being classified as a tomboy, right? Absolutely. And you, I sort of, I didn't have the terminology, the knowledge, even sort of the words to understand what was going on, but I knew it felt unfair, right? Yeah. And I knew it felt unequal. So I think, I think we can uh, help kids to poke holes in the binary, right? And just by, by celebrating who they are deep down, right? What makes them unique? What makes them special? And sort of celebrate just the self, right? And, and rethink what masculinity and femininity are, what they look like, what limitations are associated with them, the way that we define them today. And maybe we can move to definitions that serve our needs better, yeah, and I think uh, it's important we're, that to build these definitions alongside our kids, right? What feels right for them? What feels that they can be true to? Exactly. As um, as a unique individual. Exactly. So you mentioned um, you mentioned talking a little bit about gender based violence. I know a lot of parents are worried about this. This is a very sort of deep and complex issue. Um, what are sort of the things that kids? need to know and what um, what can we do to help keep them safe? Yeah, we do need to talk about gender-based violence because it's a thing, it's a serious thing. And the bottom line is that gender stereotypes, the blue box specifically, reinforce a belief in hierarchy. The idea that men are better than and should have power over women. And this leads to other forms of bullying and other systems of oppression such as rape culture. Rape culture makes violence against women and coercion seem so normal that people believe rape is inevitable. Mm. But in order to change these values and attitudes, we need to reject the gender stereotypes that perpetuate that male power over women. You know what I mean? Yeah, well said. Uh, it's, um, it's difficult. It's a difficult one to tackle, but we have to do it. What's helpful in this conversation is for parents to teach their preteens about the three different kinds of power. Julie, as you know, we talk about power a lot in Growing Up Game Plan. And we want kids to understand that power comes in different forms. We have power over, which is power that's taken away from someone else or some other group. This is power that people exert to make themselves feel better. We often explain to kids that when someone is feeling power powerless in their own life, they try to take power over others, right? Power with reflects a strength in numbers. 
the reaching of a common goal based on a sense of trust and community. So working together to achieve something. And power within, or agency, is an inherent feeling of self-worth, the ability to act with integrity without relying on external approval or reinforcement. So doing the things that you love, regardless of what other people are going to say or how they're going to judge you, making decisions for yourself, letting your inner superhero take the lead. Now, the goal of power with and power within is equality. And with equality, gender stereotypes wouldn't exist and therefore rape culture wouldn't exist either. So I encourage parents to talk to their kids about what the world would look like if we had equality and the freedom that came with that. I love it. I think uh, you and I both know spending so much time in the classroom that these kind of ideas are really enticing to kids, right? When we talk about equality and power, they know what's going on in the world, right? They know about um, inequality in their neighborhoods, uh, on the news, right? And we know that we want to build a strong generation of kids that want to do something about that. Absolutely. So I think, yeah, I think, again, it's never too young to sort of um, be having these conversations with your kids, give them the credit they deserve. Yeah. And, you know, Julie, I want to be clear that we're not trying to teach kids that traditional gender norms and roles are wrong or bad. We don't want to erase anything. The goal is to keep what works for us and discard what doesn't. So, you know, we're not blaming men. Instead, we're holding our society and our culture accountable and trying to create some new norms and roles, some new ways of thinking and doing things so that we can create that equality that we all want to need. Totally. Accountability, a huge buzzword for the past, uh, the past year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it. Well, Julie, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, in our next episode, we're going to talk about what parents can do if their preteen just does not want to talk. They're dealing with the eye rolls and the, I know moms. I remember it well, that's for sure. Sounds great. We'll talk to you then, Salima. Talk soon. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Growing Up Game Plan, the podcast, where our goal is to support parents as they navigate the preteen trenches. Looking for more? Check out our newest program, Growing Up Game Plan. Growing Up Game Plan is a six-week online masterclass for preteens age 9 to 12-ish that sets them up to celebrate who they really are to use their inner power to honor, manage, and express their emotions, to stay safe and have fun online, to come to terms with puberty, to stand up for themselves and what they believe in, and to foster healthy relationships. Growing Up Game Plan gets your preteen thinking and reflecting on things that matter. We give you peace of mind, and they learn skills they can use for a lifetime. And we help you both learn to have meaningful, open conversations moving forward. Go to www.salimanoon.com if you'd like to learn more about Growing Up Game Plan or to join our waitlist to be the first to know about when registration opens up next. We got you.